0: The next several episodes, I will be talking about the effects of abandonment or fear of abandonment, how it can affect courtship as well as relationships. So each day I'll talk about a different way that it can affect relationships, the symptoms of the fear of relationship abandonment. So if you're with it, stay tuned and I'll get into it after the commercial. mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices message and data rates may apply bank of america and a member FDIC. so today we are covering abandonment abandonment when most people think about someone suffering or dealing with abandonment issues they automatically think okay they this may be due to you know some childhood trauma or unresolved issues that a, parent, a person experienced during adolescence. And though that may be the case, there are also instances where the traumatic experience or the overall issue as it relates to uh, the fear of abandonment could have happened as an adult. Uh, for for a lot of people, that is the reality. But regardless of when the encounter happened or the incident occurred, if it's having an impact on that person being that it has, it just means that it has not been resolved. And a lot of times you don't know if you are sitting in that space until you find yourself, Dealing with the fears and the anxiety as it relates to a person leaving or the thought of them ending the friendship or relationship. I can tell you with personal experience, I dealt with my own bout of abandonment, but not in the way that most people would think. And it did not rear its ugly head until years later in which I encountered a dating experience in which I was abandoned and it made me rethink and I had to dial back and look back at my past. But before I get into that story or experience, I want to share with you uh, by definition, the term abandoned, abandoned. According to the Oxford Dictionary, To abandon or abandon is a verb, right? And it is to cease to support or look after. It is also defined as to give up completely or to desert. Now, as far as abandonment, abandonment issues, there—I mean, it it can leave a trail of other issues. You know, people may have experienced abandonment at the young age due to an absence of a family member, either intentionally or due to circumstances such as distance or death. People also deal with or encounter abandonment uh, as it relates to being in the hands of friends that are not reliable, or relationships that are unhealthy that end in an unhealthy matter, or even relationships that seem to be healthy that end abruptly without explanation or or on, on bad terms. Now, before I get into what it results in, what it can manifest to, and, and the symptoms of it, as well as how to overcome it, I will share you share with you briefly my experience that occurred to me in my dating life after my divorce. I can tell you this, the abandonment came at the hands of my father. And unlike most experience, as I alluded to early on, it did not happen or occur to me, or, or the incident of abandonment did not happen as I was a child. My dad was always active in my life. My parents were married and they ended up divorcing when I turned 12 or 13. I would end up growing on to start my own family um, at the age of 23. And by the age of 25, my dad got upset at me about my decision on spending time with my husband for Father's Day versus versus what I did the year before, which was split up my Father's Day between my dad and my spouse. Now, I will caveat this, or I will explain the fact or bring to light that my dad and my husband at the time did not have any issue. There wasn't any beef or any argument. It's just that my dad at the last minute decided that he wanted just to spend time with his daughter, his children, and not really share that day with anybody else. And the problem with that was that my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law had planned this big Father's Day brunch and invited my dad who agreed to go. And now here he is at the last minute not wanting to go. And I, it just put me in a very, very uncomfortable spot. I, I told my dad that, no, I, I, I'm just going to stick with the plan. And that, you know, I would see him afterwards, but that wasn't good enough. And my dad stopped talking to me for 10 years. There's no backstory. There's no additional. That was pretty much what it was. So for the next 10 years during that time period, I would call my dad. I would text my dad. I would reach out to my dad for his birthday and holidays. And it was radio silent. I was sent invitation by by card and word of, of his granddaughter at the, that time, his only grandchild's birthday parties, and he would not attend. It wasn't until 10 years later after my divorce that my dad started to come around after I attended his father's funeral. But in that time, I learned that a person that, at least for my experience, that is supposed to be there for you as we think parents should be, can easily walk away. And it equipped me to understand, at least I thought it prepared me to, to deal with if anyone else decided to walk out of my life. But unfortunately I wasn't as prepared as I thought I was. And it wasn't due to my divorce because the the reason to end my marriage was was my choice and, and I walked out. But several years after my divorce and several relationships after my divorce, I met a person who I thought was a remarkable guy. Remarkable, and then he really and truly marked off a lot of the things on my Mr. Right checklist. Understanding and and realizing no was perfect, there was nothing toxic or alarming about the relationship or courtship, I would say. We started dating in November. By December, he was asking for a committed relationship. By January, I gave in, and by February, he disappeared. He ghosted me, and he disappeared for about a week and a half. No warning. There was no indication. There was no fight, no argument. I was completely left blindsided, and I started to feel abandoned, though at the time, I did not have the right word for it other than disappointment and surprise. The first day, I was shocked. The next couple of days, the anger set in. And then finally, overall, disappointment. But the feelings were deeper than the words that I shared with you because it it felt very, very personal and very painful. And I had to wonder, how could it be that a person that I've just only known for for several months can uh, have me feeling these type of deep emotions and feelings? I'm not a person that is easily attached to anyone. So for me to feel these emotions for someone that I met in November to February was perplexing. I had to. I had to look back at, at past relationships and past experiences to truly understand what was going on with me. Was, was I dealing with with the crisis on my hand? Was it a deeper issue? Why am I so? Or why was I so hurt and so pained? And it wasn't until I took the time to sit back after talking to f- countless friends about my emotions and my feelings, I-, I was able to make the connection between this experience and the pain and the disappointment I felt when my dad walked away. And though I could not compare that, that, that brief courtship to 25 years of my father being at my, at my sporting events, buying my first, second, and third car, I could not equate that to the, 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 the time in which my dad was in my life for those monumental, uh, days of, of, you know, adolescence and early childhood, though, uh, The feelings of bewilderment and being upset was very, very, very recognizable. I realized that I didn't quite identify or define the the situation with my dad to be abandonment. I, I I did not recognize that being what it was. And I had not felt that way in a very long time. And though it wasn't the same amount of intensity, it made me look back and really tried to work on healing from the feelings that I was feeling at that moment, at that time in which my dad walked away, feeling that I had never really, really worked on. I just kind of buried it. So it is true. It is very, very real that sometimes that we can even repress our feelings, the things that we've gone through in our past, and then something can come up to trigger it that can cause us, if we're not careful, cause us to lose sight of the things that are important and it causes us not to grow and to healthily experience disappointments if we are aware of our triggers, if we can understand where our pain, our anguish, or our fear of abandonment comes from, we can start there to work on building towards healing and starting the healing process. Now, obviously dealing with abandonment issues uh, really and truly starts with the actions of others that are completely outside of our control. And it results in a fear of loss. And the way people handle it is different. There's so many different ways in which it manifests in how people respond to the fear of abandonment. It can make people attach quickly to where, to where they find someone and they want to just consume them and hope they never leave. It can also it can also make people struggle with intimacy or or the feeling or the want to be vulnerable because they don't want to get attached too soon or to anyone that can walk away. It can also make people make people turn into people pleasers. The fear of disappointing someone else, so you do everything that you think they need or you think they want you to so they don't walk away it can also make people engage in sexual activity earlier than what they are willing to or really really want to because again they don't want this person to have a wandering eye or or they understand that there's an urge or a desire for this person to to have sex and they're not ready but they also are not ready to lose that person All right it can also make people Find it hard to trust others, to really and truly believe that someone truly, genuinely likes you for who you are because you've dealt with people who acted that way and was really, really okay with walking away, right? So there are just a plethora and that's just a few of the things that it can manifest into. It can make people, and these are three main things that people should be very aware of. It can make people uh, not only become a people pleaser, that's number one. Number two, it can make you have to or feel the need to seek constant assurance from partners to make sure they still like you, to make sure they're still in love with you, to make sure they're still interested in you, right? And that comes from a sense of scarcity as well as insecurity. And number three, not enforcing boundaries for a fear of abandonment. Now I want to tell you there's several ways that you can overcome these things or or work on the path of, of, of working towards it to get it under control. Number one is to journal and write down your feelings, regardless if they're irrational or not, your true feelings as it relates to why you have a fear of abandonment or or the feelings that, that, that you feel with the thought of someone walking away. Journal your actions and how it impacts you. Also determine how it's impacting your life, your and your relationship. Is your fear of abandonment changing who you are? And then ask: are these thoughts rational thoughts? It's always helpful if you have a good support system to, to speak to them about this. And most importantly, most importantly, try to understand, connect the dots, and modify your behaviors. Now, that's easier said than done. You can always, always seek professional help. Sometimes it's good to talk to someone who is a licensed professional who does not know you, right? Right? Because sometimes our friends are ill-equipped, our our loved one or that person that that we respect so much, they're not necessarily equipped to give us the things that we need or to understand completely how to help us through certain situations. I know I said, said a mouthful today, but abandonment issues can really and truly have a negative impact, if not checked, on how you experience the dating world, as well as your dating and relationship experience. And with that, this is Dee, and I'm out. Bye. Bye!